1: Hello everyone, welcome to episode 105 of FPL Black Box ahead of Game Week 37. No Mark this week, no Luke this week. But, or oh, we've got a good guest. It's my mum's favourite. It's Mr. Gianni Batichi. How are you, Gianni?
0: Well, as long as I'm your mum's favourite, that is... <laughs> I'm, I'm happy about that. It's nice to be someone's favourite. And yeah, I'm disappointed there's no Mark and there's no Luke as well, mate. So I know there'll be a few out there, uh, quite a few out there uh, that will be. But nice to be chatting with you, mate. I'm delighted
1: to be back on, uh, on, on a stream with you because it seems like it's been ages. It has been ages. I mean, we were doing... Quite a few streams together, weren't we? I mean, most notably the uh your team selection, which you now sort of half run on your own and and half run with Seb. I do my own one over on Scout as well, and yeah, it was it's been ages since we were we used to chat every week and yeah, we did a few Friday streams, didn't we? we? The Q and A stuff and then obviously some black
0: box stuff. So yeah,
1: Yeah. and I used to see you all the time in person when we did FPL show and stuff like that. I know. Now you're off doing your own channel and I've moved out of. Scout and yeah, I was working until five minutes before this stream. So if there are any errors or problems, then uh, that is that is probably why. Um, but we can always blame Mark, uh, just in case. Uh, yeah, we've got quite a bit to talk about. Obviously, only two weeks left to go of the yeah. season. Are there any key differentials or players that we can get in for those final charges up the rank? Uh, spoilers: Janny's had a good week. Mark's had a good week. Luke's Ooh. having a good week. I'm not having a good week, so <laughs> trying to get get ready, uh, you know, for the final two game weeks is just a bit of pain. And I've uh, I've done something which I would advise everyone not to do, which is I've gone through and worked out some decisions that I've made over the last few weeks, and it is brutal, <laughs> absolutely brutal. Um, so we will talk a bit about those. I can't believe you've done that, as that is the yeah. worst
0: form of torture. Never go uh. back and see what points or rank you would be at. If you had made different 50/50 calls, I, I can't wait to see your <laughs> your yours later in the show. Well, you know,
1: content creators, you know, we get slated on on Twitter for not owning up to to our mistakes. Um, so yeah, I, I'd be interested to know which which ones you think out of my my list are just just stupid decisions, and which ones were just bad variance calls um, and all that. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's quite a lot of pain. But yeah, we'll, we'll come to that <laughs> uh, just in a bit. Right, we're gonna get Mark's game we cut the way first. He's on 90 points, Jenny. Not only that, he's got eight points coming off the bench. Shaw. Oh, he's production. got Luke
0: Shaw coming in. He's on so many th- got a Stupinan and Shaw off the bench because of Ashford. I got Grealish with a point. I got
1: Porro with a point, who got 12 mm. points on the bench last week. Anyway, I come to my team. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and not be a little bitch <laughs> this stream. <laughs> but I can't promise anything. Uh, yeah, Mark had stealing goal, who has now cemented that place. Uh, in the season because Sanchez has, has thrown his toys out the pram Uh, Botman Esther Pinyan Trent and Trippier that double Brighton defence has done really really well well played for yeah. him fair play I, I, you know, he's gone about Matoma and Matoma hasn't really been delivering massive hauls so yeah, he's, he's done really well there he's got Fernandez in place who's chipping away with the assists uh, McAllister's done well for him Salah uh, he's got Shaw ready to come in he brought in Callum Wilson and captained him fair play he was the guy that if you were chasing you know you were hoping for a big haul You've got points from him, Mark's got points from his captain, excellent stuff, uh, and he's got Harlan. So Mark is really, really well set up for the last uh, couple of weeks. He's 20 points behind me now. Ooh. He's caught up 35 points this week. That's me. huge, that. Uh, and obviously he's still got Wilson uh, to play, and his messages to me are a lot happier. Good,
0: I'm glad to hear it. And he also, <laughs> the guy that could hurt Mark versus you is, is as always, it's whoever you've captain. But he owns your captain, McAdister, and you don't own his captain, Wilson. So again, like it's he's set up very well, even with Thursday's fixtures in mind.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jenny.
0: So awesome. <laughs> Look, the, the silver, the silver cloud there is it silver, silver lining there is um, every cloud has a silver line. Um, is Callum Wilson today hasn't been pictured mm. in any of the Newcastle training photos? But there was 25. I've just been through all of them. And yeah, pretty much all the names you'd expect to be pictured are pictured. Let's just hope it's an extra recovery day or he's fine. But um, definitely squeaky bum time ahead of those team sheets on Thursday for Wilson
1: owners. I I won't be very sympathetic, I'm afraid, to to Wilson. I mean, the two most ridiculous things were him getting that penalty just before he comes off. And then Watkins, who I kept not getting the most blatant penalty I've ever seen in football in my life. So, yeah, it was a it was a big swing. Okay, let's, can, can someone start like an as-bitching count? Because <laughs> it's, it's going to happen uh, <laughs> quite a bit. But yeah, fair, fair play to Mark, 90 points. Um, yep. Absolutely uh, massive. Luke as well, I've got his points on the screen. He doesn't look that impressive, 54. But he's got Raya coming in for Kepper with seven. Oh, nice. And he's got yeah. Estepinion coming in for Rashford. That's 24 points he's got. Come oh, gosh, bench. yeah. So that takes him up to eighty-eight. Kepper, Trent, Trippier, Share, Salah, Rashford, Matoma, McAllister, Harland, Watkins, and he went for the popular Isak captain. And he's still yeah. moaning. He still sent me messages moaning. Oh, I could have had Wilson. Oh, I could have got played. Sure, eighty-eight points. Yeah, Disgusting. big big score. That <laughs> uh, you're on eighty-seven. Oh God, this
0: is so... yeah. Bad. Your maths are off, though. It's not eighty-eight, isn't
1: it?
0: Hang on. you say twenty-four points? 78,
1: isn't it? For Luke? Yeah. Uh, no, he's got 24 points. Yeah, sorry, 78 points. It's been a long It's been a long day. <laughs> 78 points, which is less than you. You're on 87. Uh, De Gea, Botman, Estepinian, Trippier, Trent, McAllister, Matoma, Salah, uh, Rashford, Wilson, Harland, and you've got Greenish coming on. We have got the same team, bar two players. I've got Isak. Yeah. And and you've got Wilson and I've got Dunk and you've got Estepinion and you've beaten me by like 30 points this week. Good. Two players
0: should not do that much damage, should they? Two players, especially when it's like same defender, defender from the same club. And then like Wilson, Watkins, Meyers, the extra fixture, but you don't expect there to be a big swing there either.
1: Thank you to everyone in the chat for saying 78. That's ah. the uh, that's the number of the uh, of the week. Yeah, I mean at least I, at least I gave Luke too many points and he's had to come crashing down. No, yeah, that's the uh, that's the main thing. Uh, my game week I'm on 63. It's not good. Gea Trent Trippier Dunk. He's done all right, but just not got 17 points away at the bloody second in the league team. It was watching that game was such a mixed bag because. Obviously, I was so happy with how Brighton were playing. It's the best performance I've ever seen us play, and I'm desperate for us to get Europa League. So I want to take my dad to some of the, um, you know, the, the European like nights nice. on, on like a Thursday night. But why couldn't it have just been my players that, <laughs> that did the that did the damage? You know, 17 points for to- I thought he was going to get taken off at half-time at one yeah. point.
0: Yeah, the yellow card. As soon as you have the yellow card, you you're, not,
1: you're marking Saka like playing Saka on a yellow card. He wasn't playing well. For the first 30 minutes, he was not playing well. Saka looked like he had his number and yeah. he was getting a bit rash with with, with things. Like, and if, if we'd had an option on the bench to bring on for him, um, I think we, we might have done it. But yeah, fair play, assist, goal, clean sheet, you know, absolute stuff of legends, really. And for him, uh, Salah Rashford, I went from McAllister captain. He was playing deep in that game. That's fine. I, I kind of expected him to. Um he's, he, he still gets, he's still getting into some good positions, but just not dominating in that 10 position like we've seen him do before. Yeah. Uh, Matoma, Harlan, Watkins and, and Isak. So just not... It's just those two players. Like I say, if you had Esther Pinyan, you'd had a good week. If you had Esther Penian and Wilson, you had a great week. That's it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And do beware, guys, those that are looking at overall rank with uh, so many benches in play, just... Know that there will be uh, loads of bench points for a lot of managers. So, for, if for example you don't have bench points, but some of your mini league rivals have, just check that out because there's so many have and coming off their bench, which is depressing. So, like I think
1: I'll lose like 10k in rank after subs. Yeah, I think I'm losing about 15k. So about 10 10 of your rank will probably be lost if you haven't got a decent a decent bench. So that's something to look forward to. That's <laughs> nice. Uh, checking in with the great and the good. Uh, you can see here the majority of people went for Esac. Um, as their captain this week, my lord. Yeah, they yeah, did a lot of Esacs. I thought there'd be more Wilsons. To be fair, this um, is we. This is why I need to be in there, mate. Because I,
0: I I'll have a different captaincy option each week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, you have to
1: you have to beg greyhead like Andy North is, uh, is doing. And I think Andy's going to be in next week because he's beating greyhead. And that was the bet they had. Maybe you could have that bet with greyhead next year.
0: Yeah, I feel like I may have opted out of this league a year ago. I think or uh. a year or two. I've opted out of something with grade. I think and uh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't yeah, have.
1: It's was, it was probably this. I think late riser did that as well. Uh, this year, um, anyway, you would be you'd be just ahead of me, just behind FPL Matthew. It'd be me, you, and Mark all in a line. Wow! Uh, look Standards at that. Low. Mark is is so close to me now. It's is actually quite <laughs> quite scary. Uh, yeah, he'd be 20, 20 points behind me going into this uh, with his bench points going into this game. So I, don't, I nearly said good luck to him. There's no good luck to him at all. I don't want him. To, I don't want him to beat me. he'd Be absolutely awful. Fabio and Pras went for Trippier. That was an interesting one. That was something Luke and I discussed I last week. That hasn't obviously gone well uh, so far, but yeah, fair play to them for doing something different. But yeah, majority Esacs. I'm surprised there's not another Brighton midfield punt in there. I'm
0: surprised there's not a Matoma.
1: Yeah, I know. Which well, well, is why I went for McAllister. I thought well, there really isn't a huge amount in it between some of these some of these captains. Um if Wilson had if, we, if Wilson had been confirmed to start, I'd have got it.
0: I, I'm so glad there wasn't I tweet, yeah. I was quite vocal about the leaks and how I don't like them for PR. I'm so glad there was no
1: leaks because yeah, so many would have. And um and, and that's not fair. I agree. I, I'm 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 not gonna sit here and say that I wish there was a leak. I mean, I wish there was a leak for my own points because yeah. I would have done it, but it, it has made me realize that it is better without them because I yeah. think people who went took the risk and got rewarded for it, fair play. I wasn't willing yeah. to do that. I thought Watkins was a good option um and, and I part of the it. reason mate part of the reason you didn't was because you knew there was a good
0: chance you'd get the league yeah. and we've become conditioned now as fpl managers to ruin our saturday mornings and to be hanging on that i true. genuinely i had my i'd cam my wife outside with gaia in a buggy ready to go on a dog walk and both dogs at the door waiting at half 10 and i said i've got to wait till 11 <laughs> i've got to wait and genuinely she, guy needed to sleep she was walking around the block waiting for me and i was like what am i doing here yeah uh, yeah,
1: I know. It's, I mean, we t- we talk about it. We talked about it last year. I mean, it's a tricky one. I mean, their options are they either push push the deadline right back to like twenty four hours before, which a they won't ever do because it would it, it just seems a bit too extreme yeah. to do that. Um, but I mean, in a kind of like perfect world, maybe that would be the, the better thing to do because that would eliminate all, all all the leaks completely. But I yeah. just I just think they should bring it up to the deadline. Yeah, I think just give everyone the chance to see that first that first team sheet. And I know that isn't, you know, that still won't please everyone because there's going to be people at work and people that can't do it, but it creates a level playing field at least for more people, because I don't think it's fair that a really subsection of the community get access to to that. Um,
0: I agree with that. I think up to the deadline, the beauty of that also is, is you won't get managers missing the deadline as much because every week exactly. there are a section that missed yeah. the deadline. Yet if you're watching the build-up to the game, you go, oh, my FPL team, let's say you're a more casual manager, you'll keep more engaged managers for longer if you take take it right up to the deadline. Yep, okay.
1: absolutely. Yep. To the 1st kickoff. kick-off, yeah. But yeah, I, again, I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll probably keep it as it is. Um, I, I don't even think it's that much better. I mean, it's, it's maybe a little bit better than it was last year, but I don't think it's made a huge amount of difference. Um, But yeah, we'll see uh, what they do. Um, Before we get on to some actual decent content, let me just go through my little table. Again, I would just really, really urge people not to do this. (laughs) Don't go back and look at your mistakes and try and work out what if, like I'm about to do. Because this was, this hasn't made me feel better at all. This is what I've worked out, right? And I'm not going to spend too long on this, but I just want to just paint the picture of how bad it's been for me since Gaming 31. So I walk on in 31 up till now, These were the decisions going through that for me were 50-50 decisions or at least decisions that I had some choice or thinking about what I was going to do. So I went for March over McAllister. That's cost me 14 points. I went for Dunk over Estepinion. That's cost me 17 points so far. I'd made that last minute move of March over Watkins. That's cost me nine. And I I had Dunk second sub over Moreno. That cost me eight. (laughs) I took Ake out. And he got fifteen points and played yeah That's a big one. That's thirteen. I played Isak over Bowen. I played Bowen over Isak on the free hit. That was eight. I played Moreno over Porro the other week. That cost me ten. And then I didn't do the Watkins to Wilson transfer um, because of March's injury and because I'd already wasted a transfer a few weeks ago getting Jotter in, which was a complete disaster. Um, and that cost me nine points. So that's eighty-eight points if I got those. If I if it had been the other flip way around um, that give me 2431 points and I'd be 18k and instead I'm 186 so okay yeah I'm just putting my violin emoji in the chat <laughs> <laughs> yeah Jerry Menelow says cry more yeah I mean it's you know I agree I don't like people moaning about stuff I'm not looking for sympathy I'm I'm doing this for two reasons one is just to show that it it happens and you know it, yeah. it's it's pretty brutal when it does and secondly, just because you know, I think it's it's good to show that you know the, the bad decisions with, with the good. I mean, I, I celebrated gamerez's you know goals last year like it was the greatest thing ever. This year, I've just not made good decisions, and I'm I'm 200k, and it's it's been a it's been the most difficult season I've ever played FPL in. Possibly. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, brutal. Not mine. But... Just a br- it's just that you look at this list. I just think these a lot of these calls weren't bad calls but the the, the, these are all like nearly double digit or over decisions gone wrong so yeah
0: Yeah. I mean you wouldn't you wouldn't be an FPL manager each and every one of the 431 in the chat right now every week will claim certain elements of damn I'm unlucky there right Mm. we all do it all the time but this collection is quite the collection, and I love <laughs> I love the term. You've not used it as is bad transfers or as is fifty fifty moves. You've as is hideous, hideous, and you're you're bang on. It it, it has been a, an hideous assortment of moves, but <laughs> fine margins. And I think that's what's really interesting when you look at the rank. This game is about fine margins, and luck is so important. Now, sure, there's a skill element to picking these players, but there's also a huge luck. Uh, element with things like bench points when if you have a player engine mm. then you get a stupid answer 17 off the bench or whatever so it just goes to show the difference between a rank of 186 and 18k is actually only eight bad yeah. average moves That's a a lot of them are coin toss moves you know
1: well I, th- I think the other thing to point out is I remember at the start of the season Mark said that um He'd basically given up after, like, game week eight because he was like, there just isn't going to be any potential for us to move anywhere and, you know... The template the was race. so strong early, was it? And the, the template are strong. But, like, I've, a lot of these decisions, I've had the right players in or been considering the right ones but just not quite not quite done it. There's always potential. I mean, this is over, what, seven weeks? Yeah. Um, you know, and this is this would be an absolutely meteoric rise of, you know, 100 points in, in seven weeks. So it's always possible. And the last two weeks can be really interesting because I think people are going to uh, make some... Um, you know, some decisions which maybe go against what, what the the logic and algorithm says that we should do. And I think there could be some big rewards. So that's yeah. what we're going to talk about now. We're going to see if we can uncover any gems um, for these final uh, two weeks. Um, but yeah, don't make the table like this. It is not worth it. But yeah, I thought I'd, I thought I'd share. I was so
0: close to doing it. I my biggest banger <laughs> was I went Haberts instead of Watkins just mm. before Watkins went on that run. And the world and their dog owned Watkins, and I think it was about thirty-five to forty points. And at the time, I remember thinking, I'm not going to look and see what that does to my rank, but I remember it being big. But yeah, we all have them. It's horrible. It, it is. And there's, i saw still men- mentioned in the chat, Simon. Not a good year for non-template managers. Perhaps, perhaps you're right there, Simon. Absolutely.
1: I, I don't think, I don't think it has been as well. And I think you know, I don't think it's any coincidence that Mark has been doing well now that he's switched off from things quite a lot more and, and not overthinking things. Yeah. You know, because he's so busy at work and with his family, he's been logging in, you know, last minute making making his, his transfers based on you know what other people are doing or what seems logical, and not coming on yeah. black box and chatting things through. And he's he's gone from like six seven hundred k up to you know two hundred eighty k, I think he is now. So that's really been working well for him. It's Just been one of those seasons. It's been interesting to see if next year um, continues that trend or um, if it's a bit if it's a bit different. Anyway. You can all put your little violins away for me. Uh, Now I will be okay. I will continue (laughs) Uh, to carry on. Um, This is what we've got left. Two weeks left. Can't quite believe it. Bring on the end. Uh, 37 is next. Four double game week teams. Brighton, Chelsea, Man City and Manchester United. It's a lovely four teams with doubles. Three of the top teams uh, in the league and Chelsea are there as well. Uh, And then in 38 as well, we've got some some good-looking home games. You know, for Arsenal, a lot of people have have sold their players. Um, Brentford against City at home is interesting. Now that Tony um, has been banned, might we see like Mbomo kind of come in. Is City going to be taking it seriously? They probably would have wrapped up the league uh, by then. Palace against Forest. Eze, for example, might be someone that we uh, look to get in. And then you've got that United home game against Fulham, which is... You know, getting our three United players right this week, I think is going to be really key because it's a good double and then a good week in 38. Before we get into all the stats, journey are there any players or any teams that you're targeting for these last two weeks?
0: There's none that are non-double game week players in 37, which is a real shame. I just look at the short-term reward of a double game week in 37 and most of those on a double in 37 have a good, well, they all have a, we're not really looking at Chelsea, but Brighton, City and United all have a good enough fixture in 38 as well. So you've got that collection of those three games and you compare it to anyone on a single 37, single 38 and it's just not as good. So at the moment, my shopping list is pretty much limited mm. to Man United and Man City assets. Um I do think there's, prob- there's going to be some wins, of course, on those on a single game week. And if you chase in, maybe you look at... Maybe some of your Liverpool assets, for example, you maybe take a punt on a, a Spurs, a Son, or someone like that. But at the moment, for me, I'm just looking at City and United, really.
1: Yeah, I think it's 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 easy to. Do that. I mean, one one player that we will be mentioning is is Trossard, because we've got yeah. Martinelli now out, out for the last two weeks. Uh, he looks like a, quite an interesting punt, I think, considering he's going to yeah. be playing on on the left. But like you say, if you're him in this week, you're probably doing that at the sake of other. Um, you know, double gaming players you could be looking at. I mean, even, you know, if if you've got loaded up with with Newcastle, you know, if you've got a Trippier and an Isak or even a Trippier, Isak and Wilson, they've got arguably the best home game in the league at the moment against Leicester, who just look completely and utterly beaten. So trying to find a place for a differential when you've got these teams with good fixtures this week looks tricky. So maybe it's a case of saving it till, till 38. But yeah, we will try and do our best uh, to reveal some uh the team data attack is on the screen over the last six brighton remain at the top i mean we've got to talk about the performance against arsenal yeah we do cuz i mean come on i mean that was that was something else i mean eight, what 75 80% possession at the emirates some of the it's- best attacking play i've seen so just so good so good I've not been to many games this season, but I've seen Brighton twice live.
0: I saw them away at Leicester and I have saw them away at the weekend at Arsenal. And that's the best live football I've seen this mm. season. Like, they are so impressive all over the park. Like, from Steele with his feet in goal to how comfortable the centre-back partnership... It doesn't matter if it's Webster or Cole no. that plays there. That's so comfortable. Estupinan at uh, left-back, was having a bit of a shaky game, but then attacking, always impressive. Kaisedo played right-back. I mean, he's... Caicedo is, like, incredible. If if Brighton can keep him another year, they'll do amazingly well. And then all over the park, like, the midfield, clearly great. The wide men, good. And CISO didn't have his best game, but I still look at CISO as and go, you are a star yeah. in the making. Like, he's the next big thing out of that club, I think, in terms of, like, player where all the big clubs are going to be sniffing around in CISO in a year or two.
1: I just can't believe what Derby's De done to, to 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 every player in the side yeah. apart from Sanchez. I mean, Steelers come in who I didn't rate particularly as a goalkeeper. I've seen him, I've watched him cup games. Didn't think he had that confidence about him. He's so calm. He's chewing gum. He's spreading passes <laughs> around. He's claiming things. Absolutely brilliant. Casado at right back. Who would have thought he could play? Yeah. He could play there. I mean, Billy Gilmore. I thought his career yes. was was done. He was absolutely and got Gilmore brilliant. played absolutely so well. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, in that game. Uh, Undav, you know, coming off the bench, score, you know, scoring Even a, Undav. another chipped goal. It's like every single player is improved under under Deserbi. He's got big decisions right, getting rid of Trossard, I think was the right call, getting yeah. rid of, uh, of and dropping Sanchez. Absolutely brilliant. It's going to be really really interesting to see what we can do. Even uh, Danny Welbeck has brilliant. <laughs> He's played really well under Deserbi, really well. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah, I mean, someone someone asked who the flop of the season's been, and it uh, is Sanchez I think but there isn't anyone else there is no one else in that team no. who's, who's, who's been a flop incredible i tell
0: you who was really good I know he didn't get the goals of the assists and he went off at about 70 minutes was and you know how good this guy is but again I can see why big clubs are already looking at even Ferguson because mm. he gave Gabriel in that first half a torrid time all the 50 50s just seeing how they were competing against each other Gabriel such an experienced big physical centre-back he's played against a ton of number nines I haven't seen too many get the better of him like Ferguson did like he can go short and hold it up but he's also really quick to run in behind he's yeah. a he's a great player
1: he, He's I think he's he's you know the next big thing for us you talk about NC so as well both of those two so yeah. young so much talent ability I mean Ferguson is just he's so quick so powerful he can shoot he's, his link up play is really good he's got all he's got all the attributes to go on and be a you know a, a, one, of, one of the best forwards in the world I think genuinely yeah. that's good him. yep uh, United up in third. They are hitting you know the heights of this chart at a good time. Expected goal on penalty ninety of two point ten. That's just below Newcastle mm. and Brighton. You know we're seeing Fernandez being bought heavily. Rashford is now back in training. Anthony, we're going to be talking about. He's high in the uh, in the old expected goal involvement um, charts. Might we see him um, potentially as an option? Have you got Fernandez? I
0: don't, and he's the player I most want this game week because he is absolutely due even more. I was going to say he's absolutely due even more now having seen this data, like the, the United attack is firing.
1: Mm. Uh, City, Lois, I've seen them in this table, I think, for the last yeah, couple of seasons. I surprised that. Yeah, down in seventh. Um, interesting to know what is going to happen with them. I mean, I think we're all kind of assuming they're going to wrap the league up against Chelsea in the first game of the double um you know that follows the Real Madrid game but you would expect them to go full strength against Chelsea and just try and, and see that off what does that then mean for the Brighton game does it increase the value of the Brighton players potentially because we've seen it before I mean Brighton beat City I think either beat or drew with them a few years ago when it was the game after City had won the league um we okay. put in a really really good performance and, and I think we won that game um it's at home. It's at the Amex. We've got a chance, I think. If they have done it, who do they play? You know, Alvarez. People are mentioning. Do we take a punt on him? Mares as well. Foden. that you know, are day's done. Do you think he does he How many? Do you, how many do you think he starts between now the end of the season? I mean, so if
0: they win game one of the double, if they beat Chelsea, is that the title completely wrapped yeah. up? Yeah, so you want them to ideally we want them as for FPL we want them to draw against Chelsea. We want them to go into that Brighton game needing three points or a, a point because yeah the fear is it's full strength against Chelsea. There could be some 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 minutes of some big name players missing out that second game. Uh, shame this is this would be great. To look, follow, check out Luke's Twitter. Uh, he'll know way more than I will for Man City minutes. But there's a good chance there. The likes of Grealish and De Bruyne maybe even if they start then they're sixty minute men.
1: Even if they draw, I think this, uh, oh no, if they draw, no, if they draw it, yeah. Arsenal can, yeah, so yeah. City on 85, Arsenal on 81. We've got um, the game in hand for um, City, City there, be, yeah, so they'd be on 86 if they if they drew. Um, so Arsenal so need to win both their games and see, if we need to lose both, yeah. <laughs> which is, uh, again, I think, I think, pretty unlikely. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. I think we were hoping for it to kind of go down to the wire, weren't we? But I think it's going to be wrapped up. Yeah, the uh, midfielders you worry about some of the rotation. Mm. Someone like Haaland, I I
0: still think we'll start both like because Haaland has been playing so many minutes he can and there's there's records there and I think Pep will want to keep him playing.
1: Yep. Agreed. Right down the other end of this list is Chelsea. They have arguably the worst double ever, you know, City and United really really tough. Uh they are 16th on the list for expected gold on per 90 over the last six, 1.04. Sterling starting to hit couple of goals looking like a decent option but I haven't seen a Chelsea player in anyone's teams and I don't think we're gonna do you I mean I've got Chilwell and Kepa on my bench but yeah they're not getting anywhere (laughs) near my 11. (laughs) Well Chilwell's injured and Kepa doesn't play anymore so yeah yeah
0: Yeah. although Mendy came in and had a terrible time so okay maybe if you've got Kepa and you've got a single game week keeper with him and you want to chuck him in for the double you might get You might get both games still, but yeah, uh, swerve Chelsea despite Sterling scoring two and playing his old club. He's still, what, 9.5 plus, I think, Sterling this season. So yeah, you're not even going
1: to consider him. No, I'd love to say he might be an option for us. But yeah, I don't think he is. Uh, Moving over to defence. Palace right at the top of this list um, over the last six. That Roy Hodgson effect doing wonders. Liverpool second, which is interesting. They've been struggling defensively, but... They are just, they're a machine at the moment. You know, if they were putting in these performances, you know, from the start, they'd be, you know, matching City and Arsenal and they'd be a three-horse race, but they haven't been. Um, and it's come a bit too late, I think, for them to challenge for that top four. Uh, an interesting one, though, because they've obviously got Villa this week, which isn't easy. And then it's uh, Southampton, bottom team on the last day. Salah to Fernandez is something that I'm seeing. It's something that I'm having to consider because otherwise I'm going to struggle to be able to get him Mm. what are your thoughts on that is that something you're looking at
0: it's it's probably my only realistic route Mm. to Bruno I can I, I own someone like a Grealish I could go Grealish to Bruno but I would then need a four point hit to take money out of a defender and again do I want to be selling Grealish ahead of a double maybe not although if I fear that second game maybe maybe that is my route but I'll be selling Salah with a really heavy heart because the former Anfield is is always really good has been really good Salah looked sharp he could have had a 15 20 pointer in the week against Leicester like he missed a huge chance he could have had even more assists and then on the final day that Southampton game knowing they will need the three points um and it won't eh, they've got a slim chance they're still underdogs to get top 4 but they'll be backing themselves they'll be backing united or newcastle to drop a point or two somewhere mm. um I'm going to be so reluctant to sell Salah mate I really don't want to do it if I do it then there's a very good chance I reverse the move and I use two transfers. I go Bruno, say 37, and then it's Salah back in for that 38 fixture.
1: Yeah, and then it's a shame because then you're you're not able to take a punt on a 38. a yeah. player, and you know, I know Palace are top of the defence here, but in attack, I mean, I like the look of Eze, for example. And yeah. taking a hit on the final day, it's so hard to to hit that right and 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 make it work. I mean, it can happen. I think we saw last year it was Mane, wasn't it? Quite a few people took hits for him. Um, was it? Was that? Yeah, it was my name. Yeah, on the last on the last. My day. memory's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure it was. I think that's that's Mark. I think Mark um, maybe got into the top 100k or something by by doing that. Um, okay. so yeah, we've 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 seen that before, but yeah, really really tricky to get right. Uh, I like Eze for that final week. Uh, City third on this list. Again, really tough. I mean, Edison owners finally getting hmm. some points. And didn't they get bon? They got bonus know, off a couple
0: of saves. Bonus
1: mental. Couldn't believe that. it. Could not believe it. Must have thought Christmas had come early. Uh, those who owned stones not so happy. Um, he didn't show up. Ake was was out again. He just showed up to get fifteen points when I sold him, and then disappeared again. Which is don't uh, <laughs> add that to the uh, the bitch the bitch counter. Uh, but I mean, City defense tricky one again, isn't it? Because we just don't know what they're going to be doing with, with that defense. Is it, been with two the games, mate. Two, two games. games on a Sunday.
0: I'm just I've just looked at the the Man City. Um, dates for their games because we've got to remember the season has been stretched so at the end of the season it's not like say when United won the treble and it was like finish the Premier League they are the Champions League they are the FA Cup and it was all really congested with the semi-finals in there Man City's fixtures are quite well spread out mm. so it's like yeah they play tonight and then it's Sunday then it's Wednesday then it's Sunday again and that's the Premier League Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday Man, they can probably manage that if if someone like a Haaland had to start every game and they felt like he did but then it's a week to the FA Cup then it's a week to the Champions League. So Pep talks loads about momentum. Someone like KDB that's had his knocks, maybe he wants him playing starting games. You know, maybe he's 60, 70 minutes, but he's starting games. So the fear there is, yeah, that game two against Brighton, do we see the defence rotated? The likes of... Walker starting a game, Stone yeah. starting one, Ake starts one and Kanji starts one. Maybe Diaz is only the one I'd back to, to sort of guarantee you two starts, but even that, like it's, it's really no banker. Tricky. And
1: I mean you've got Lewis as well, who who he's gonna yeah. want to give starts to. Wouldn't be surprised to see him start the two games when they've already got the league wrapped up. So I think I think the city defence is probably in a void for me. I think we score. Against them as well in that in that second Fair game point. of, of that uh, at, at the Amex too yeah and then away at Brentford's a, a tricky game I know they've they have have not got Tony but you know it's, if they're making rotation and uh, you know doing rotation and, and got that Champions League game in mind that might be a game that Brentford look to show that they're not just the Tony show you know now he's been now he's been banned so yeah I think we st- I think I'm well I'm going to stay away from sea defense uh, anyway uh, Brighton in sixth good defensive stats from us. Is it too late to buy a Brighton defender now, if you haven't got one? Too late for rest opinion?
0: Yeah. You've missed the boat, I think. Mm. I think you've missed that boat. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd prefer to back. I know they've just kept a clean sheet at Arsenal, but if I had space for a third Brighton asset, I would be going for an attacking player. Um, maybe a Ferguson. Like That could be a load of fun. 4.5 million forward that's Absolutely. what, 1% owned?
1: Absolutely. I think if you've still got that third Brighton spot, um, you, you can take a bit of punt on that and see. So a Ferguson... Um, yeah, and 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 try and try and get lucky. I like it. I mean that you know we've got this game against Southampton coming up, first game of the double. We we could blow them away. We really yeah. could. They're already relegated. They've conceded so many goals this season. You know we have got a lot of games and things, but you know that that could be a game which you know we, we see uh, see a big haul. So. Yeah, I think we're at home as well, aren't we? So yeah, find, and when you rotate,
0: again. like you rotated against Wolves not long ago at the Amex, and it was a 6 0 win. Like we those were, that are those that are waiting in the wings at Brighton are ready to come on and
1: play. Well, you know, we've barely got anyone left now. March, <laughs> yeah. is, March is injured, and and Ciso <laughs> took a knock, and it was I think there's three players on the bench that I hadn't even heard of. So, yeah, I think the, their spots are pretty safe. But yeah, like you say, if they do bring in Abana Nate might come yeah, in. And, you know. Yeah, yeah. if they, if they do bring in anyone else, so then it, it looks like they they can they can just slot. Seamlessly straight in. Uh United a seventh. It's a good time to buy Shaw, isn't it?
0: Yeah, he's someone I'm looking at this week. I don't own Shaw. Um I owned a Gea and my plan was Shaw this week. Annoyingly, I can't get Shaw and Bruno. I was really hoping I was I was really hoping in a way, like bad for United. Uh, but I was hoping Rashford would miss out this game week. Rashford was my route to Bruno and then I could go Shaw as well. I can't now sell Grealish to Bruno and go Shaw or even a Lindelof if I can't afford him or whatever. I've got to shop outside of that United defence if I buy Bruno. So yeah, I've got to make a choice of Bruno or Shaw. I probably can't have both unless I sell Rashford, which I'm not going to do.
1: Interesting. Yeah, we'll come on to that. Like I said, we've got got very similar teams. We've, We've both got a bit of money in the bank. Um, it sounds like we might be going in. I think I know what I'm going to do, but yeah, I'd be interested to get your thoughts on, on what you're doing. Uh, in 11th on the defence is Chelsea. I mean, there's no con, you know, there's no um, conspiracy here. There's no reason Chelsea are in the bottom half of the table or near the bottom half of the table because they're terrible. Their stats are really bad. Yeah. They are a mid-table defence and they're a bottom-side attack. It's really, really interesting what, what Poch is going to do. Uh, next season when, when he comes in who he gets rid of the players he puts his arm around whether he's going to look at the academy and try and raise them from there which goes against the whole strategy of Todd Bowley of just buying anyone that he wants what's going to happen with Colwell who's arguably their best defender despite all of the purchases they've made um, yeah. done so well for us this season so yeah big. big... Potcher apparently is a fan and they, they've said he, he said he doesn't want him on loan next
0: season so
1: there, there are players in that side playing for their future over the next three games yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to get any wins.
0: <laughs> the good thing about Poch coming in early is, sure, he's not picking the team, but he's there. He's in and around the club. He might be having a word. He might be able to suggest that there's some players that need to get some game time so he can look at them. Mm. I like the fact Chelsea have done this business early, at least. And he will have a full preseason. and he can already identify. He'll be told he's got two or three signings. Can't have yeah. many because they need to trim the squad. But he can already identify the players he might want to have back. What does he do with Lukaku? You know, he's got a lot of talent mm. out on loan still. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 good that it's early. And I think we'll be a completely different team this year because the manager is, as Brighton fans will tell you, you know, you went from... Uh, Chris Hooten to Potter to De And it's like, yeah, you see completely different styles with the same core squad. Mm. It's all on the manager.
1: Yep, absolutely. Um, Some other notable mentions on this list, Villa in fourth, just for all the Salah owners. Villa are are really good defensively. I'm not expecting Liverpool to score 4-5 against them. So that might be a way of targeting one of these other double-gaming players for that final uh, push. Uh, Forrest are right down the bottom. They are 20th. So those Arsenal... Players, if you've still got them, or even thinking about buying them, uh, it does still look like a good fixture for them. I mean, we don't really know what's going to happen to Arsenal now, though, do we? I mean, they have pretty much... I mean, they like you say, it's not mathematically impossible yet, but they will all know that it's, it's done and, and over at this point. How do you think they're going to... You know, I think it's just massively... Fair. I mean, there's an argument to say, that they're going to be able to go
0: and play without the stress and the freedom and the 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 the, the uncertainty over over them. And, and they can go and... And we've seen teams in recent weeks, we've seen Fulham score five goals at home. We've seen Palace score loads of goals. Players with not a huge amount to play for to just express themselves and go for it. But for me, I think at Arsenal, it's just probably completely hit them. And I think it'll be very difficult to put in huge performances now. I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of their heads drop. This is mm-hmm. a squad and a team where they don't have a huge amount of experience or older players or leaders. I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked that Xhaka is going to be leaving. Mm. One of the few leaders and senior pros in that team. He, for me, is the captain of that club. I know Odegaard's officially the captain, but he's the leader amongst them. So I think it'll be really interesting to see their next couple of performances. You, I thought Wolves on the final day, we'd all be punting in a Saka mm. or punting in a Martinelli. He's now ruled out. I don't know if we're going to be punting in an Arsenal mid for the final day. Let's see what we see in 37. But I'm just worried now that heads will drop and it will be some mediocre limping over the line performances. Yeah, it could well be.
1: Yeah, the last home game is going to be interesting because I think the fans are going to want to give them a send-off and show the appreciation yeah. for what they've done. I mean, no one was expecting them to run City anywhere near, you know. The, for them to have got in the top four was was a good achievement, let alone push them yeah. to the final few games. So it has been an incredible season. Whatever, And I, and I like the Trossard punt, um, like I said, but it's the opposite the the forest and and arsenal game is really interesting this week because this is such a key game for forest they've got everything to play for the fans are going to be going absolutely nuts final home game of the season against arsenal whose heads might might be down i i I can see forest getting something out of this game
0: yeah i can i mean forest their home record's really good really Mm. good um they're flying at the moment. They're scoring goals as well. My concern with Forest has been for a while, that until the last month, has been like, oh, are they going to score enough goals to stay up? Well, now they're scoring goals, yeah. and that Arsenal backline's looked ropey as we saw against Brighton. So, I definitely am backing Forest to score in that game. Yep. So am I. What if Mark's going? I imagine uh, he probably is. Got the atmosphere. Yeah, because he's got a soft spot for Arsenal as well, hasn't he? Obviously, he has. he's, he's pro, very pro Forest in this fixture. But I should think that's a game he would have looked at the start of the season and gone. When Arsenal come to town, I want
1: to watch that. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm almost certain he will be going <laughs> uh, to there. Let's take a look at some player data. Not really. I mean, there's not going to be many of us making goalkeeper transfers this week. Uh, you know, Edison owners can relax a little bit now. Potentially, um, although maybe he misses one of the next next couple. Uh, we, you know we, have you seen, know. we have seen Ortega kind of come in. I think if you're buying a a keeper, for me, it's it's between the the Brighton and the United one. I still think Steve and and De Gea would be the ones I'd go for. I've highlighted Kepa here as well because I think there is a decision to make. If you've got Kepa and Everson, for example, do you risk Kepa or do you use a transfer to take him out for someone else? Oh, I mean, looking at how Mendy played...
0: I think Kepa comes back in, but that's just a punt. I wonder if Lampard will be asked about it on Friday, see if you get anything from the press conference. It's also worth noting that there's a very good chance. No, in fact, almost certainly. Chelsea are buying a goalkeeper this summer. Mm. And Mendy is far easier to sell than Kepa, right? Because of the prices, because of of the wage structure there. I think there's a chance Kepa stays on under Poch. And it's Mendy that's offloaded. And if that's the case, I'd expect Kepa to get more game time. So it's a really interesting one. Brentford, by the way, have just signed a new keeper uh, from Germany, who's going to be first choice. So Raya is preparing for Raya to go. Raya will be at Chelsea or Spurs next summer, in my opinion. Yeah. I think both want him, but yeah. I'd, I'd love him at Chelsea. And yeah, I think, I think Mendy drops out again. But probably if you've got a free transfer and you've not got other fires... Selling Kepa to a Steele or a De Gea, if you can accommodate that third Brighton spot, or third United spot, isn't a bad move.
1: I'd do it. I'd do it. If, if I had Kepa and Everson and I had one of those two keepers, I'd do it. If I had someone else, you know, like an Iverson or, I don't know, Raya, who's, who've Brentford got? They've got Spurs and they'd yeah, probably keep him um, for that. But yeah, if I had to rely, I wouldn't be relying on, e- on Iverson, let's put it that way, to come in. Um, but look at that. I mean, still at the top of the goalkeeper you know, points per 90, 5.8. Yeah. Just so so high. He's uh, yeah. He had a
0: penalty did he did his penalty save come in the last six game weeks? Probably just, didn't it? Yeah, it did. But still, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, the beauty of going steal as well is you get because his pass completion is really good, he gets loads of touches, his bonus points is always quite useful. Um that's why Edison managed to get bonus points off what was it, a couple of saves the other night. Um, but yeah, you have steel, you can even get a penalty save. You have the hair like me, you're never ever going to get a penalty save for De Gea he's the worst goalkeeper in world football for penalties uh, which is really annoying because I think he faced a penalty the other day and I was like no point even watching this he's not going to save it I know. The XG on a penalty is 0.78. The XG for a penalty when you face David De Gea is 0.99, I promise you. Yeah, unless, unless they hit it wide or, or
1: over the bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like solid March did. Like solid March, like solid March. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, he went the wrong way for all of those Brighton seven pens, pretty much. I was so confident on that penalty issue was.
1: out. I, I really thought, you know, against De Gea, I thought he's not going yeah. to save you these. Just, just don't hit it over the bar. Just, just get him <laughs> in and we'll be fine. But yeah, unfortunately, it wasn't to be. Uh, let's look at defence. Then let's try and find some players here. I've like I've been doing all season. I'm trying to find yeah. someone, but it's yeah, it's pretty slim pickings here. I mean, Trent is continuing to dominate again. Um, it was a massive haul from him uh, at the weekend, and I think we we knew it was coming, didn't we?
0: We really did. Like I've been saying, he'll he'll score. I I've been saying he'll score from open play because of his new position. He keeps finding himself on the edge of the box in shooting positions, which we've never seen from Trent before, but in this central midfield role, we see it. But yeah, Sod's Law, great, he scored, but obviously from a free kick. Well, uh, Salah tapped it to the side, Sal- but it, it felt not- like
1: a direct free kick. Yeah, little it Salah tap. Five assists and a goal in his last seven starts. Um, gion non-point per 90 of 0.43. That's right up at like 0.6 um, since his switch into this midfield role. Nice. It's, it's just, yeah, he's he's just doing everything um, that we want. And if you haven't got him, I think you still have to really be strongly thinking about him because you're not going to want to go into that Southampton game without him. So, yeah, try and find a way, uh, if you haven't already, uh, to bring him in. Uh, Esther Pinyan's in eighth. I mean, the signs weren't there for the haul that he got. You know, his, no. his, his underlying stats were kind of around the 0.2 mark alongside, you know, lots of players like Romero and Botman and Yeri Mina, you know, there's, I just, I just did not see a haul like that. I thought we could get an assist and maybe get a nine, 10, but to get a 17 pointer was, was, was remarkable.
0: I've been on him for ages and I feel like six weeks ago, two months ago, we were all talking about a and his dual mm-hmm. haul, and he kept coming really close to assists and goals. Uh, but yeah, you're right. From this data, from the last six game weeks in the last month, yeah, he's not been due and it came out of nowhere. And if I was wildcarding like you only you know, four or five weeks ago, someone like Dunk, who we know with the fixture congestion Brighton have, was the far safer bet for X minutes, I probably would have gone Dunk. And I think a lot of uh, managers would have because we didn't see a huge upside with a Stupinan at the time. And we thought there'll be rotation Turns out, whilst he's rotated his midfield quite a bit to Zerbi, certainly his wide men have all of missed a game. A stupid man, bit of a fitness monster. Good to know for next season, when they're playing in Europe, this guy can play three times a week.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was. I mean, I, I did it because I, I watched that game we had in the Cup and uh, the one before United, who was it? It was against lower league team, can't remember who it was. Um, but we, he was awful. He was absolutely was awful. He? he was subbed at half-time. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah I remember and, that. and I wildcarded it after that. And I just thought, we've got so many games, you know, and he's he's not playing that well anyway. I can just see him, him missing out one of these. But it's just that lack of options that we have at left back. Was it Grimsby? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, Grimsby. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I went for Dunk. Uh, as I've already talked about, it was it was a disaster. But, yeah, I, just, I wasn't expecting a haul like he's had um, to come. I don't think there's going to be another one between now and the end of the season. So, I'm not looking at these yeah. stats and not looking at him and thinking, oh my yeah. God, I need to get him in. Um, he's a decent option. He's an obvious hold and he's, you know, if you've got nothing else to do, he's, he's a good buy, but I wouldn't be moving heaven and earth for him. I think it's a bit of a freak, a freak score, uh, that one. Uh, we got Stones down in 27th. He's probably the City defender I'd buy if I was going to get one.
0: I don't know. I don't know no. if he plays both, mate. That's the problem. I th- I feel like Diaz is the only one I could bet on playing both those games. Yeah. I'm or co- guarantee, feel like I can safely say it's close to a guarantee. But yeah, maybe, maybe Stones. And again, Stones, yeah, sure, he's he's not playing like Trent, where he's getting loads of shooting positions. But in open play at times, we're seeing crosses come in and Stones in the well, box this is trying it. to get his head
1: on stuff. Two goals in four starts for him over the last six. An uh, extra, I'll put it behind you, of 0.15. That is. Not high, (laughs) don't get me wrong, but you've got to go right down to 94th to find Ruben Diaz, Uh, 0.02. So there's always a chance, you know, De Bruyne swings in a corner and he heads it in. It's it's the same with centre-backs in general, but I just think that a little bit of extra goal threat from Stones and that slightly more advanced position, I think I would be risking it over Diaz just for the final two.
0: I don't understand Diaz, mate, because from corners, defensively, he gets his head on everything. Like He's Mm. he's so good at defending crosses, but attacking crosses, I'm just looking now. Have we had a goal? So this season, we've not had a goal or an assist from Diaz in nearly 2,000 minutes. Okay, last season, we had two in the season before that one. So he's had three league goals at Man City. But for a defender as good as he is in the air, with the delivery as good as what we see at set Mm. pieces from Man City, De Bruyne, how's he only got three goals in his
1: Premier League career? Yeah, I guess the long callers t- they target Harlan, don't they? They're not looking yeah. at us, so he's he's the one. That but Stones that. gets
0: them. Yeah, he, I mean, I don't think I guess Stones hasn't got many either. Well, Stones but...
1: Stones has been scoring here from just outside the edge of the box. He's been hitting. Yeah. He's been hitting them when they when they kind of fall to him there. I I, I don't think either of them were a was a header. I think it was a kind of a, a mid range strike. So. Yeah, I don't know. There's different taps. If They play it short. They play it to the edge of the box. They play it. Yeah, you got... see a lot of short corners yeah. too. you? Sissy? so many different varieties. I just uh, Diaz just isn't obviously isn't the target. I think his his most lucky one is if they target Haaland, he misses it and it just falls yeah. over his head and <laughs> and, he, and he taps it in. Um, Shaw and Wan Bissaka I've highlighted. Shaw's in 29th, not great attacking mm. stats, but he's been playing as centre back for a few of those. Uh, Wan Bissaka's in 56. He's kind of come out of nowhere to get that place back. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And we're seeing like Dallo still can get minutes at left back. And now, now Varane's fit. Shaw is playing left back. So it looks like Wan-Bissaka and Dallo will compete, but you'd probably back Wan-Bissaka to get two, if not three out of three Premier League starts now mm. at left back. As it's worth noting, I think last time out was the last, was the first time Shaw played left back in a while because Varane came back in. And as soon as he played left back, Luke Shaw, his assist rep went up. He picked up the bonus points um, short at left back I mean if I just say the quote the XGI against Wolves was 0.27 before that it was 0.14 0.15 0.01 0.17 so straight away his XGI
1: yeah. boosted and he was rewarded with three bonus points in that game well the only player the only defender beating him for base, baseline bonus over the last six uh, is Trippier yeah 18, and that's 18.38 with four of those games at centre back so yeah
0: if you so he's played them all at left back, you'd probably number one there.
1: You know, United have got two home games where they're really, really hard to score against. He's got great baseline bonus, and he's now he's got some extra attacking threat. If you are looking for a defender and you haven't got him, he's the obvious, obvious, obvious choice for me to bring in. Oh,
0: maybe I go, maybe I go sure and forget about Bruno. I can't have them
1: all, can't have yeah. them all, can't have them both. If, but I yeah, mean, I, I really want both. Yeah, I mean, I've got De Gea, so I, I can at least cover those clean sheets with him. If I didn't have any, if I didn't have any United defender, I think I'd be. Be lining towards you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's take a look at midfield. And here we go. We're going to go straight into our chat about Anthony. Now, Slippers has been, you know, he's been trying to get the Anthony train going. I've seen that. Choo, choo choo! I saw it, you know, earlier today, talking him up. His xgi non-penalty per ninety <laughs> over the last six game weeks is zero point eight. Now that is absolutely massive. Yeah, I mean Bruno's is high, zero point seven three. Don't get me wrong. I mean this. I mean what I like to do is compare this to kind of Harland. So Haaland's at zero point nine three. So there's not much in it. There's not much in it. it. Is Anthony? Is he the one? Is he the man that can transform people's seasons? I like expected
0: data a lot. But it can sometimes reveal bad, it can easily reveal bad finishers. And I'm sure Anthony, for Man United to pay the 90 million they paid and for Ten Hag to go, that's my man. Ten Hag knows him very well, worked with him for so long. He must be a very good finisher. But from what we've seen so far at United, he misses a huge amount of chances. (laughs) He doesn't miss loads of big chances, but he misses the sorts of chances from the edge of the box where you go, you have to at least hit the target there and he drags it wide those sorts of chances where you expect to score one in perhaps three or four shots while he will miss the target in all four of them. Um <laughs> Yeah. He, he drags a lot. He just drags. He's very, he's, he's that typical kind of left footed player where, you know, he's got a really good left foot and he relies on that, but, and he can score a worldie out of nowhere. We have also seen that, but at the moment, where he's at with his finishing in this team is missing too many big chances. And I don't feel like he's confident enough. I don't feel like there's a confidence in me as an FPL
1: manager to go, yeah, he's actually going to put a couple of them away. Yeah, well, he's top for shots per 90, 4.79. That's higher than Rashford, for example, 4.56. He's in the top 10 for shots in the box, for chances created, for XG non-penalty per shot, which is like the quality of chances um, that he's getting, uh, 0.12. He's in the top ten for xG per ninety. We said 0.8. See what he's not in the top ten for hmm. points. Point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that uh. is the uh, that is the issue with him. 5.88 points um, per ninety. It's not terrible. It's higher than Grealish, for example, 4.09. Who everyone's got. So if you've got Grealish and you fancy a bit of a sideways punt to a, to someone like Anthony with better stats. And you
0: can't reach Bruno in one move. Exactly. That's me and you. I, we can't
1: reach Bruno in one
0: move from Greenish. Exactly. Mm. Have think... you looked at him? Have you looked at Anthony? Because I have made picks before based on this these sorts of numbers. Not yeah. hitting the target, not getting the points, but the XG's there. The fixtures are there. He's got Bruno providing for him. And the amount of chances Bruno put on a plate for Anthony in the weekend just gone... Should we should we be taking him seriously? As do you think you will consider him, or I, are you ruling them out? I can't.
1: Out? I'm, I, can't I, just, I just can't do it. I I just don't like him. <laughs> I yeah, just, I know. I just I, I don't like him as a player that much. I, he's so he costs so much money, and I just think a lot of the things he tries, he's so predictable to play against. His finishing yeah. is is really really poor. I think he's he's going to have to really step up next season because I just don't think he's he's been good enough.
0: Um, yeah, he's got the stupid year. stupid. Um trick that he does he feels like he's always sort of scrunching his face up and unhappy on the pitch like yeah he's not he's not a likable player at the moment yet but but maybe maybe that's me going off his image of 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 all the tricks and all the gear you know
1: well his main trick apart from the the fidget spinner is the cut inside on his left foot and and bend it in you know iron robin like iron robin used to do every match but and no one could stop it but he doesn't hit the target. <laughs> so it's not even that it's not even that effective. And it's yeah. you know, it's almost like players happy to show him onto that because he's he gets a couple in and it looks great, you know, fantastic. But he tries it all the time and it, 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 it doesn't pay off as much. Mm. I I don't mind it. Like I think I, I want Fernandez, I think. I I really do think Fernandez is the one that can rival Haaland for the captain C yeah, this yeah. week. And it's especially with that Fulham at home game in thirty eight, I just don't want to be without him and I've done a complete 180 on last week when I said oh i am probably be going into this game without him but me look, too I look at these numbers 0.73 90, the amount of chances he's creating uh, you know how high his baseline bonus is as well he doesn't need much to, to be right up there with, with the bonus as well um, he hasn't had any pens of late
0: either like you look no. at that, Salah's had two pens in his last what six games is he, on games, is he on him, Bruno... do you think over Rashford? I think he is I think he's on him I think yeah. he is certainly so, oh, on the next one anyway but Yeah, I'm with you. I went into it going, I probably aren't going to be able to stretch to Bruno to the end of the season. And then I was watching the highlights, the game just gone on game week 36. And I saw the date, I've seen the data. I've seen all those chances created. We've been getting lucky without him, him getting away with six pointers. He is very much looking like he's going to perform a sort of 15 point plus
1: return. I think think he's got one coming between now and the end. And I want to be on that rather than trying to cover it with with players. like Even for a four point hit though yeah I think so yeah. yeah yeah, I think so That that's my, my, my current plan um, but yeah I mean the Grealish to Anthony move is is easier and on paper looking at these stats you know it doesn't look like a, a terrible move but yeah it's, it's it's just not it's just not for me it's just not for me um, De Bruyne is an interesting one I think he's 13th on the list has dropped off but he's. I mean his points per 90 11.74 yeah. no one really talking about him too much risk there do you think?
0: Uh, it's just a minute it's just a, it's just a minutes it's just the minutes because honestly i'd be looking if if someone told me de bruyne was getting 180 we know bruno's getting 180 we know Salah gets 90 every time he plays if de bruyne was getting 180 in the double you could absolutely guarantee it he'd be my num- i'd be i'd be taking four point hits for de bruyne over bruno and that's despite all those great bruno numbers i just think the ceiling is higher with De Bruyne because i've it just and i've just said bruno's got a really high ceiling mm. but i just feel like man city in those games can go and score three four goals each and i don't feel like united are going to have two games where they score three four goals i think bournemouth away is still a tricky fixture for united because of their away form that might be a, for me that could be a 1-0 united win yeah.
1: you know yeah i mean the other city city options to consider Gundogan he's been fantastic last couple of games yeah. four goals for him in four starts and an assist as well We've got Grealish, who hasn't started the last two. Just two assists though in his in his four starts. Mm. And you've got quite far way down to thirty to second for Mares, which is surprising, because we know how much he, he loves to dominate on these stats tables. Um but five assists in five starts for him. It's probably Mares, isn't it? He's probably the one for me if you're gonna if you're gonna take a punt on one of them.
0: Yeah, I mean we're Grealish owners. If you said you could swap for free Tamares, would you? Yeah. And he's not starting tonight in the Champions League. He will start in the Premier. He he's got a better chance of starting both games than 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 Grealish, in my opinion. Mm. And those four assists, as it's actually, yeah, it's two, three, four. Sorry, those five assists are in the last four game weeks. So yeah, they're in the last six. They're also in the last four. So he is doing very well. Yeah.
1: Um I think he I think he plays he gets two starts definitely in the, in the next so. three. Mahrez. Um yeah. I mean, Foden is is not on here. I haven't even I haven't even put him on. I think mares Oh, I wish he was a thing. I yeah. wish he could be a thing. He's he's not in the top thirty. I think Mares is is ahead of him in terms of who I'd pick. Um, and I think he's he's the least safe one, but potentially explosive. But I'd rather have Mares, I think.
0: Yeah, with you there. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, let's take a look at forwards. Forwards over the last six. We've got Jota. We both fell into that trap, didn't we? <laughs> both bought him. <laughs> we did, but we did buy him when he
0: was nailed, if you like. I know he got injured, but when he was first choice, at least. We bought him when Luis Diaz was still sort of working his way yep. back and Darwin was off form. We knew he'd start. We also sold him when we knew he wasn't safe. And I looked at that Liverpool front three against Leicester and I went into that Leicester game saying... Jota ain't going to start. And I told a few people to sell on a QA stream I did because it was, yeah, Luis Diaz, Hakpo, and Salah. That front three feels like Klopp's preferred. When they're all fit and firing, the other three is going with. And I think Luis Diaz, if you're looking for a single game week punt, maybe in game week 38 away at Southampton, Luis Diaz looked sharp the other night. And I mm. think next season he'll be a really good FPL option because he'll be lowly, he'll, be, he'll have a very good price point next year because of his injury and because the games he has played, he hasn't. Set, set the world alight, but yeah, he's brewing nicely. I, I can see big points for Luis Diaz next year.
1: Yep. Jota is top of uh, all players for XG on Benip 90 over the last six. Ian is second, but Vardy is being preferred, which I am surprised with because they don't seem to know. No, how he's, to injured. he's injured. He's injured, Ian isn't he? Is he injured? Oh, that's, that's why. Yeah, he, he wasn't on the bench. He wasn't on uh, the bench the other night. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I, well, I wasn't impressed with Vardy the other night. I wasn't impressed with any of them and all the fans, they're booing them after. I was was
0: there, mate, behind the goal and with all the Leicester season ticket holders. Genuinely, there was a couple of fans that left before halftime,
1: sat around I've never seen a team score and then the the home team kick off, give the ball away and the other team have a shot within three seconds of their opponents kicking off. I have never seen that before. Yeah, just completely
0: cut open through the middle, like heads dropped. And when they went two 0 down really quickly from those two goals, it could have been three. Hakpo missed a sitter straight after yeah. as well. Yeah,
1: their only saving grace is they play West Ham on the final day, and they could be completely all in on Europe. Yeah, and if yeah. they if they can get a win there and other results go their way, that might just be enough. But I don't see it. I think they're going to go down.
0: I feel like they're gone. Yeah, I feel like they're gone. But yeah, it's a shame because <laughs> that. that there's always that too good to go down team, isn't there? And on paper, look great, and yeah, Far there are so good. many players there that will be picked up by Premier League. Like Ian Acho, the top of this list, he'll be bought by a mid-table Premier
1: League team and score goals for them. Yeah, you know? Castagna, Pereira, Madison, Telemans, yeah. Ian oh. Barnes, Indeedi, indeed yeah. These are these are these you know players that were, were pushing for the top four. Yeah, a couple of seasons ago. Crazy, crazy. Um, Haaland and Wilson are both doing incredibly well on this chart as well. Haaland 0.93, no surprises there. Uh, Wilson 0.89. We're going to talk a bit about captaincy um, in a bit. It is difficult to make a case against Haaland when he's got six goals and two assists. And his stats are this good over his last six, but uh, we will see if there's any other options. I've highlighted Martial. Mm. He's in eighth. XGN 90 of 0.68. I'm already seeing people considering him on, on Twitter. I'm seeing people using the trap gifs, Um, you know, for him. One goal, one assist in three starts. Is he a trap? Yeah, <laughs> he's proper cheap.
0: I don't remember him being this cheap, right? It's 6.3 million. <laughs> um, the good thing at the moment for Man United is they've only got three fixtures and even Martial, sick note Martial... The spread of the fixtures makes you think he could start all three because there's only three games left. It's Saturday, Thursday, Sunday. So it's three games in eight days, not the the seven we sometimes see or the six we sometimes see. I don't know. Ten Hag doesn't like to rotate unless he has to. He likes to play the same 11 every time. Mm. He has said Martial can't play three times in that seven-day window. I wonder if he can do it in the eight-day window. And maybe it's a few 60, 70 minute performances. He wants to start Martial. Clearly, he's in his first choice eleven at the moment. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could get there. I, d- I mean, I've done it. Already. I can get there because he's six point three million. Yeah. But I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could justify it when there's players like Bruno and then even Anthony putting up those numbers. I'd prefer them.
1: Yeah, I'm just wondering because, I mean, there are going to still be some people out there who have Tony, for example, because, mm. you know, I know we, we sold, a lot of us sold him quite a few weeks ago, but he's been doing all right. He's, he's still been kind of tricking in, trickling over with the points. He's now out for eight months. So if you've got that Tony money and you have to get a forward under seven million, your two options are the ones highlighted here. It's Martial or, or Alvarez. Um, I mean, potentially Callum Wilson, but... It's, it's a home game, or ESAC against, against uh, Leicester. But you probably want to target those that double. Yeah. Alvarez?
0: Oh, I, I think, I think you're, you're looking at potentially a sort of... He could get 60 minutes over the double game week. Could only get 60. I mean, sure, there's a chance he gets 120, but he could get 60.
1: I think Alvarez misses the Chelsea game, but plays the Brighton and Brentford game. That would be my prediction. Based on little. <laughs> yeah, it's it's stabbing in the dark, isn't it? We both are. Well, I think, the I, think, Champions... I think they go, I think they go full strength against Chelsea and then they rotate for the next two.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just that momentum thing with Pep, you knowing the FA Cup final and the Champions League are both in June. The Champions League's like the tenth. Like yeah. he, need, he he might want minutes in De Bruyne's legs. He might want minutes in even Greenish's legs.
1: I don't know. It's a punt. I mean we're we're at we're at punt level aren't we of of the season Um, I think Martial and Alvarez are both punts but I I do think they both got potential to do all right would I go for one of them no (laughs) but I'm trying to think of players a bit different yeah um, that that people might you know be able to get easier without having to take huge hits for and I think out of out of Martial and Alvarez I think I would go for Alvarez though
0: would you I think I'd go Martial just interesting but yeah yeah Don't know. It's a tough one. Yeah. Um, there's Wilson, you know, you've mentioned Tony sellers. There's also Watkins potential sellers. Like there's still a lot of managers with Watkins that are frustrated by the one and two pointers. And I wonder if we'll see a lot of Watkins Tony owners, yeah, looking at Marcial or Alvarez, but maybe if Cannon Wilson starts and scores goals again on Thursday night, and that is a big if then maybe with that Leicester fixture in mind, that let's say Callum Wilson gets 60 minutes and looks good again, he could start again against Leicester. He could play three games in a week, but that's 60 and 70 minute games. Um, it's a great team to be playing against. Leicester, the most open defence at the moment.
1: Yeah. The the, the Watkins is, is interesting because I think the Brighton game at home on the last day of the season, I think he's he, he's there's points in it for Watkins in that one. Will have just played a very, very congested schedule with yeah you know a tired group of players i'm hoping by then we've got enough points to have kind of cemented some kind of europe in it and we struggle against villa they beat us you know yeah where they beat us earlier in the season when we were when we were looking quite good and they're they're really strong at home and they've got good good data so you know i think a lot of people selling watkins might regret it on that phone i'm keeping him i think and and playing him I mean, there's that that feel-good factor of game week
0: 38, last home game, bit of a celebration. The kids come on the pitch at the end. And there's a real good feel-good yeah. factor at the moment about this Villa team, isn't it? Emery's come in, done really well. The sun will be shining. It will be celebrate a really good run-in, a really good end of the season.
1: Yep, absolutely. Not an easy move, I think, from Watkins. Uh, although this game, I think it's quite an easy, an easy bench, given Liverpool's defensive uh, stats. Um, let's take a look at some fixtures we've got our predictions in here I put a garden centre game in of the Spurs Brentford game I think it could it is potentially, I think it could potentially be quite a good game but Brentford haven't got Tony Spurs are just done aren't they there's not really much to play for now for them and it's just a bit of a nothingy game isn't it So Kane will still get seven points he though because he always does of course he will yeah we've gone for different scores as well I've gone for 2-1 Brentford you've gone for 2-1 Spurs not much in it though is it not much in it.
0: I, I I mean maybe it's a one all draw and we're both wrong. But yeah, I think I don't trust either defense
1: to to keep a clean sheet in this one. Yep. Uh, Bournemouth United. I've gone for yeah. two 0 United. You've gone for a one nil.
0: Just that it's just that away form. Bournemouth don't have much to play for, anything to play for. But it's still a big fixture when United come to town. It's a lot of teams' cup finals historically. It's a big game. Everyone wants to beat United, um, and they struggle on the road. I think this is. This game is the one thing that makes me think maybe I go sure over Bruno mm. if I can only go one. It's this fixture because I think Chelsea at home is a really good fixture for Bruno and for United attack. But I worry for
1: goals in this one for United. Yeah. So you're thinking just a narrow, get the job done, yeah. get out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, I'd, I'd, I'd love to show people how you send me these predictions. <laughs> it's literally a screenshot a of child. <laughs> with the highlighter pen all over it. It's, it's great. Uh, Palace Fulham, I mean, you've gone big here. I've gone for a one-all. You've gone for a three-all. Yeah, these are the two teams that are scoring,
0: like, surprising us with the amount of goals they're scoring. Like I mentioned earlier in the show, it was only a couple of weeks ago, Fulham scored five against Leicester couple of weeks ago, Palace West Ham at Sellers Park was yeah. 4-3. Yeah, true. These aren't teams usually that score many, but they're mid-table, not much to play, nothing to play for, but they are playing with expression. Mitro will be back in starting, Eze is flying. I think we could get goals in this London derby.
1: I promised Luke that I would mention his Eze call because he did say last week, he said he's he'd be right at the top of his you know, list if he was looking for someone a bit different for the last few weeks. Fair he, he came in with a 15 pointer, so... Yeah, I think it's a, it's a, again. I, I second that, and he's definitely someone that I'm looking at for the the final, uh, the final game week. Um, Liverpool Villa. I've gone for a narrow Liverpool win, two one. You've gone for a much more comprehensive three 0 battering.
0: I, you know, when you stream with someone for so, so long, you 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 know a lot about their sort of choices in football, and with you as like obviously, I know a lot about what you think of certain teams and players as you do me, one thing I sort of always <laughs> is <this> know <laughs> is as has a soft spot, guys, for Aston Villa. I've never told him this before. Now, he might not support them, but he always rates them. I remember last season he did a black box episode. I think Gerard had just got the job and he did like a 20-minute section on why you should buy Villa players. And off the back of it, I invested in a Villa player. He was really Dean, compelling. He did sell. Well.
1: Dean did well, uh, early yeah, doors it, for Gerrard.
0: I think it was justified, your, 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 as well. your sell there. Did well. But I have noticed this, as the week's gone, and then your prediction in this one, like Liverpool, heavy favourites, and you've gone for a tight 2-1. Well, guys, let me know in the chat. Am I am I am I right here? Is this a common theme? Are they secretly as
1: his second team? I think they might be. It was weird because when Gerard took over, I was I thought it was going to be really good. I was like, oh, it's great to see Gerard in the Premier League, but he he completely lost me. I just when he started blaming players and playing really defensively in his general kind of demeanour. But yeah, there was a spell last season when they had you know Dean was actually playing. Were they Coutinho? um, Ings was there wasn't he and and looking quite good with Watkins and it was quite an exciting squad but and then Emery's come in and kind of taking it to the next level yeah maybe I ah, do do I like Villa I kind of feel quite neutral to them I'm gonna go back and see your predictions for the
0: last like 36 game weeks and I bet you've got Villa I bet if you added up all your scores Villa would be in the Champions
1: League yeah probably I mean Coutinho is one of my all-time favorite FPL players he's done this so well for me whenever I've had him so maybe there's a bit of that bias creeping in um Other side of the Midlands or the West Midlands, Wolves, Everton. Uh, I've gone for an Everton win here. I think a lot's riding on with a Calvert Lewin's fit. I think if he is, I think they they win this game. Uh, you've gone for a one all. Yeah, I don't. I have
0: no idea what's happening in this football match. Everton need the points, but I don't like backing against Wolves at home either. So yeah, you could be right there. If I was going to go one nil either team, I would go Everton.
1: Forest Arsenal. We've gone controversial on this one. You've gone for a one all. I've gone for a Forest win. That's, that's a big call, <laughs> mate. Forest win. I don't think, think they that absolutely guaranteed to be safe. But if they win that, they'll feel like they're safe. I honestly think this could be one of the worst games for Arsenal to be going into after that loss against us. Because they are yeah. going to be pressed all over the pitch. The fans are going to be going absolutely crazy. And... It just dep- it, it, obviously Arsenal are capable of scoring lots of goals. If it, you know, if Arsenal get three goals, then Forest aren't going to get four. But I can see Forest getting a couple. It's a fair point, mate. You're I'm going like, for a big Forest win, big forrest in game week 37, and I'm going for a
0: big Leeds win, in game week 37. So this is where we sat with the relegation scrap. Like you're backing a great home team against an amazing team in Arsenal, and I'm going for big
1: Sam to go to West Ham and get a win. Like <laughs> Yeah, you've gone for you've gone for a 2-1. I've gone 2-1 the other way, uh, West Ham versus Leeds. I wasn't I just wasn't impressed with Leeds at all against against City. I know they got the goal towards the end. Um they defended fine, but City could have won that game 7-0. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Fair point. They really could have.
1: Yeah. Uh Brian Southampton, I've gone for a 2-0, you've gone for a three. Should be fairly routine. It's our final home game of the season as well. We don't have many players that can come in. I thought Sanchez might get maybe a final home game, but he's pissed off the Zerby, so so there's no chance he's coming in. We know what we're going to get.
0: Only 2-0 as. You don't see that as a bit of a... I mean, if that was Aston Villa playing Southampton at home, you'd have 3 or 4-0. You're <laughs> probably, probably right. I've been
1: exposed. I've been exposed. It's probably just fixture congestion. I just think we... Yeah, we, fair. You know, we, we've put in such a big shift against Arsenal and we're going into another big game. Uh, you know, we've got a big game against City in midweek and this Southampton game kind of. You know, in the middle of it, I just think the
0: some rotation or not. McAllister Matoma owners, should we be worried so? we don't we have, get two stars? We haven't
1: got any, yeah. we haven't got anyone yeah. to rotate. I agree. I, I I do wonder. You know, we we could just if if we go two nil up against Southampton, I think it could just be a see it out and not go too mad and push for too many more goals. But yeah, hopefully I'm wrong. It'd be nice to see a big score at the Amex in our in our kind of our best game left between now and the end. Uh, City Chelsea both went the same. Both went three 0 City.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be yeah.
1: No chance. Chelsea have got no chance. This game you can soundbite yeah. me on that. No chance.
0: Yeah, me too. And I, you know, I, I I say that with a
1: very heavy heart. I think if if City get through the Champions League final, they're gonna be full of confidence. If they get knocked out of the Champions League tonight, they're gonna to take it out on Chelsea. There's there's no there's no good result. <laughs> Chelsea getting punished. They are getting punished regardless. Yep. Uh, so with Leicester, Newcastle, Leicester, I can't see anything other than a big Newcastle win here. I've gone for three. You've gone for two. Their heads
0: are so low Leicester. there is no feeling in that club for, just from being in the ground on Monday like I feel like the players have given up now like as soon as as soon as um uh, they conceded that second goal against Liverpool. I've never seen them like it. it was just down tools like yeah
1: They're done And then you've got you know Smith saying what was he saying in his press conference um it would be an amazing feat if this group of players stayed up. I mean, what a thing to say as you're heading into your final few games of the season. Like none of yeah. you. Were, bearing in mind, they're all good enough. They're all like loaded and won the league. <laughs> so won the league. They won the FA Cup before. two years ago. It's absolutely ridiculous. I cannot stand that man as a manager. Awful. Um, Brighton City. I've gone for a two all here. I just like I said earlier, I think City will have wrapped the league up, uh, and we can give them a game. Um, you've gone for a City two one. I, I be think surprised. I
0: think you're right. Brighton definitely score though, as you said that earlier yeah. in the show, like I can't won. see a city clean sheet there. Like Brighton always look like they're going to score, but yeah, I, I'll definitely back them to score at the Amex there.
1: And then the final game, United-Chelsea, I've gone for a 2-1 uh, and you've gone for a 2-0, both United win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Should be similar. Should be. Similar.
1: And this this goes
0: back to my Bruno Allshore thing. It's like, we're looking at our predictions here. We're not going for Man United to score a huge amount. So how many points is Bruno going to get? And, Luke Shaw, I mean, I've gone for two United
1: clean sheets. Yeah. Well, we'll come on to our teams in a sec, but I think Shaw looks a good bet. Uh, Yeah, so just looking at the goals that we we predicted, I mean, I've gone for four Brighton goals. Um, You've gone for four as well. Yep. Um, City, I've gone for five. You've gone for five as well. Uh, And United, I've gone for four, and you've gone for three. So, That's why De Bruyne, if guaranteed mm, 180 minutes,
0: De Bruyne would be over Bruno this week, but it's just the minutes risk.
1: Yep. Uh, captains, this is the captain matrix. I think the obvious choice this week uh, is Haaland. He's got Chelsea and Brighton away, but there is a case to make for some other players. I mean, Fernandes, we've talked about, I think it's two good games um, for him. Rashford is fit as well. Uh, I imagine Rashford plays both games. Yeah, and will. I think if he hadn't had that little injury, I think he would be you know, in more people's consideration um, than he is. De Bruyne or Gundogan potentially going against the, the Haaland mix. Or, you know, you go for a Brighton player and hope they just hit a massive, massive score um, against Southampton at home, like you said. So Matoma or McAllister um, or someone like that. So there, there is options. I feel like you might be warming to an idea of a Bruno captain. Yeah, I pump. think so. Just
0: from your language on the show tonight, I'm like, are you, you going to? Back against Harland, in a you... double game week when there's still a lot with triple captainships to probably play. I haven't looked at the numbers, but there'll be a load of triple captains on Haaland. So if you do care about things like EO as, um, then yeah, you'll be a brave man backing against him. I'm
1: running out of time, Jenny. I'm running out of time. You it's said a fair it, point. You said it really well on a on a team section video a few weeks ago. Who cares if you finish 200k, 300k, yeah. 400k? You know, I'd rather push for the top hundred and miss than just see the season at 180k i'm dropping down to 200k with the auto subs i've got two weeks left i need to do something and i i think that city brighton game we might see quite a bit of rotation if city have already won won the league so i like the look of those those united fixtures and yeah i think at the moment i'm 60 40 on fernandez
0: Nice, mate. I'm. I, I don't mind that call at all. I was asked today if you were to go for a differential move this week, what would it be? And they were asking about transfers, and I couldn't give you a differential mm. transfer that I was that close to buying. But my my answer was my differential move this week would be Captain Bruno, because <laughs> you know, loads of us are going to own him. He'll get more minutes than Harland. Uh, yeah, I don't hate it. It's not for me. My my rogue move, I guess, because I'm with you, like. Doesn't matter if you finish at 200 or 300k. Really doesn't. The only thing push, that, for, push for that 100k. And I went that, Wilson this week for that reason.
1: The only thing that does matter is Go Mark.
0: On. That matters a lot. I but mean, Mark's
1: chasing too.
0: Would it surprise you if Mark captained Bruno this week?
1: I don't know. I, I I can't think too much about what Mark is doing. I can't let that. I can't let him get in my head. <laughs> as soon as he gets in your head, that's it. It's, it's over. He did it <laughs> to Granville years ago. I need to just play... You know, the right way. And do I yeah. think there's a huge disparity between Haaland and Fernandez? Probably not. So my just like you, my instinct is to go for the lesser owned and lesser captain one. Um yeah. I imagine Mark will go Haaland and that could be a big decider in, in what happens between us. But I hate that he's he's just he's just there, you know. He's just there. Twenty points. Not much not much in it at all. Um looking at some captain data. Oh, what's happened to my chart? it has gone a bit weird. Let me just fix that. Uh, so this is the um, the teams that the team's are playing. So over the last six, Southampton have the worst defence, which bodes Walker. well for Brighton, for McAllister and Matoma um, as well. Bournemouth are the worst over the season and second worst out of the teams we're looking at um, over the last six. That bodes well for Rashford um, and Fernandes. Uh, yeah. Chelsea, third worst out of these teams, uh, 1.5. Actually, can see per 90 over the last six, uh, 1.29. So again, that bodes well for Parland. Um, and the like uh, as well and no surprise to see City you know performing really well kind of defensively so Brighton go from the best fixture essentially to the worst um, which is why I think we're being put off captaining um, some of their assets uh, looking at the players you got Haaland at the top over the last six that like we talked about 0.93 Fernandez not far off 0.73 and with Salah 0.72 McAllister is, you know, even though he's playing in this deeper role, his uh, XGI 0.9 is still higher um, yeah, than is. the other um, Brighton players. You know, Matoma, 0.42. Um, Mr. opinions on there, uh, 0.31 um, as well. Rashford 0.52. So if you're looking at Fernandes versus Rashford, Fernandes' stats are a lot better. But they are assists because this is XGI, so it's a goal involvement. And no one can barely finish <laughs> in that club. He so, keeps passing it to Anthony. I know, exactly. So you can have all the all the chances created in the world, but if you haven't got anyone there to finish, uh, yeah. it's not gonna go well for you. So it is close between Rashford and, and Fernandes. But I think just given the, the injury to Rashford, even though it's only been a little one, um, I think it's pushing me towards Rashford, um towards Fernandes as the pick.
0: Yeah, there's always that fear with it when you've been out. Is it have you come back too soon? Do you pick up a knock and it's a reoccurrence of the same injury and you miss game two? And also, I'm pretty confident in saying the next penalty United get will fall to Bruno. So, again, you've just got that penalty appeal, Bruno over Rashford.
1: But yeah. if you notice this, though, um, De Bruyne's 18 assists uh, is the most he's got in the last kind of five years. Um, best, it equals his. Uh, oh, no, he said he got 23 in 2019 20. Sorry, it's his, um, it's his that best. That might have been a record. Yeah, it's his best in three years. I mean, that is crazy high. Um, as well, but he's—I mean, he's—he's he's on course to potentially get close to that. He got 21 assists in 2016-17. Can he get three assists in the next couple? Was he's got he... history. We game week 37. We Absolutely. know from last season. Oh, don't remind yeah, me. Yeah, it was that massive. He had four goals versus Wolves.
0: Yeah, don't remind me. That's killed, what... killed loads of huge red arrows for non-owners in that one.
1: Add a coin to the. Bitch jar, because that's where it all went wrong for me <laughs> that, that <laughs> week. It's all been downhill since.
0: I remember had a stonking red. I think I was something like 15k, and I went to 30 or 45k, and then I, I managed to finish at 16k. So I went almost back to yeah. where I started on the last game week. But yeah, it was a terrible week. That that was the, that was
1: the most painful week I've ever had. Loads triple captain De Bruyne for four goals, didn't they? It was a, yeah. yeah. This week's been painful, but at least Brian beat Arsenal away. So <laughs> at least that. That was a bit of a help. Um, let's take a look at our teams. Uh, let's look at mine first. This is how I'm set up. I feel a bit like I'm just all over the place at the moment. Uh I've got De Gea in Goal, Trent Trippier-Dunk, uh, Salah Rashford, McAllister, Matoma Grealish, Harland and Isak. I've got Watkins and Porro on the bench. Watkins and Porro are my kind of Game Week 38 wildcard picks that yeah. are going to come in because I think lots of people have given up with Watkins um, and no one owns Poro. rightly so, because he's really frustrating. But I'm hopeful against Leeds and um, he can do it. I don't want to sell Salah and I want Fernandes. So my only way of doing it is to get rid of Grealish. So I think I'm going to do Grealish to Fernandes and then it'll be Moreno going down um, and I've got just enough money in the bank to get a 3.8 defender. So basically kill off that defender spot, get Fernandes in for a minus four and potentially captain him.
0: Oh, I mean that that makes sense, mate, and that's probably the move I should do as well. Um, do you not worry about selling Grealish on a double game week?
1: Not really. You
0: I, don't think he will start too, though, do you? I don't.
1: I. I. I don't know. I just don't know. This is the thing that that gets me. I just. I don't know how many he's going to start, and even when he does play, he hasn't been consistently hitting big hauls. There's yeah. options around in case he's not playing well to bring Foden on um you know and 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 players i just think it's a good time to sell him uh, yeah
0: i don't i don't mind that move at all mate like i i don't think i don't know if i'm gonna make it Would you, have you considered salah to bruno and back again i have
1: completely... yeah i I, ha- I have considered it um i just i've got if i do this i can do McAllister to Eze for 38 uh, yeah okay you know, and then I'm not going so hard on Brighton in the game, which I think is gonna be quite tricky for us. So there's a bit yeah. more of a route, whereas locking in those two transfers means I'm playing McAllister and Matoma and Watkins and it's I don't know, I've still got Grealish as well, who I don't really want to play in thirty eight. Yeah. I just think this way it's, it's a bit cleaner.
0: Yeah, I don't and the fact you're considering sixty percent likely to consider to go Bruno captain, it's a it's a smart move for you. If yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna go four point hit and sell a double game week in Grealish to go Bruno, it's fine if you're captaining
1: him. It might not be fine if you're not, and that's where I'm at. Yeah, I mean the other alternatives I just take the hit in thirty eight. You know, I do Salah to to Fernandez this week, do Salah to Fernandez back, and then take the minus four on Grealish out to someone else. Um that's another option, potentially. Um but I don't mind having Salah for this week, really, against Yeah, it's, a good, well. it's,
0: still a, it's still a good enough fixture. Liverpool are smashing it at the moment. Yeah. They're playing so well.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Uh, your team, you've got Tejair in goal. Well, you've basically got my team. You've got yeah, my team. same team. With Vesterpinion instead of Dunk uh, and Wilson, Wilson. Instead, of Harle- instead of Isak. And you've got the better
0: bench. Um, I've got dead spots and injured players. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm going to sell Grealish. I'm going to see what I see. I'm, let's see what, how he plays tonight. He has missed the last, I think, two of the last three Premier League games mm. because of him needing a rest. I think there's a chance he starts both. I think it's still a very good chance he starts both. And I don't own Luke Shaw and I do have Chillwell there. So I could go Chillwell out, Luke Shaw in. If I do that, though, I am benching Trippier. So not like,
1: well, Tri- I mean, Trippier's interesting, wasn't he? Because he was someone that I was looking to potentially sell um, when Rashford was was a doubt. I was thinking I could do Rashford to Fernandes and then Trippier down to Shaw, uh, for example. I mean, I'm seeing I'm seeing people benching him. It's away at Chelsea next week. It's not an awful fixture by any means, but no double this week. And He hasn't been getting any points at all. But it's Leicester at home.
0: Yeah. So knowing I'd be benching Trippier which I kind of semi forgot and I'm not going to (laughs) sell Grealish to Bruno. My other option is in that case, I could go, I could waste those two transfers and go Salah to Bruno this week. I then start Trippier, gives me an extra double game weaker. And then i reverse that move and Mm. I feel still fairly well set for 38. And if I want to take a punt on a four point hit next week, I still can. So I'm between those two ideas. I think Grealish will probably be staying.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep.
0: Unless we, if we heard Rashford was out, that'd be amazing. But we've seen him training; he's gonna start game one, and he'll be should be fine for that game two. Rash,
1: that Rashford being out last week really cost me as well, because with him out and with March out as well, it just meant that Wilson move. I just couldn't justify it for Watkins. But oh, bitch jar, put another coin in. There you go. I will stop. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have this uh, black box leagues. Had a uh, really good week for Ali, 75 He's points. He's in the chat, Ali. I saw him, him earlier. Ali, my man, he is doing amazingly well. He's top of not just the Black Box League, but also the overall rankings 2618. Captain Wilson. Talking about late surges, Janny, you might have noticed FPL Black Box is now in the top five leagues. Oh, come along. Nice, mate. Congrats. <laughs> So thank you to not just the people that have joined the league, but the people who have left other content creators yes. leagues to make sure that we're top. So, Have
0: you been having a word with a few? Have, have you, we've, have we've you got me- into
1: Ali's DMs? We've been mentioning. <laughs> Ali is, uh, I think, just in Blackbox, which is uh, a big... He's in, Yeah, Ali's in my Chasing Green Arrows uh,
0: and been on Chasing Green Arrows. He's a fan of the show. He's in our league too there, so I'm, I'm happy about that.
1: <laughs> a shout out to Joanne Hell's Owen, though, who is uh, second in the world. She is 16 points behind... Uh, Ali and could potentially be the first um, female winner. Yeah, yeah,
0: I discussed that the other night too. I think that'd be awesome. She's got a really good bench this week as well. Mm. So, those points, I think she's got a couple of auto subs. Maybe sure to come on. I was looking
1: at her team earlier. Yeah, going to be tight between those. Um, yeah, be interesting to see what happens. Uh, congratulations as well to everyone else having great seasons Tom Aperdale, Chris Glover, Vicky Davis, Sam Wyatt, uh, Oystin Wallavic, Fred Foley, Stephen Browner, and Balaz. I mean, those those managers I seem to mention every week. So they're very, very consistent um, with where they are both in this league and in the overall ranks. So, yeah, having absolutely uh, brilliant seasons. Um, Another shout-out to Game Week 39. We'll be there, won't we, Jenny? We will be,
0: mate. We will be. And look, the the, the Team North are taking it very seriously with their fitness. We've got like a WhatsApp group and they're sending like... We're getting yeah. <laughs> we've got we got photos every day, pretty much screen grabs of different people doing different things. Like and fair play. Like they take they're, they're on it and there's me thinking, I've I've not played football in two weeks. I don't have any games left and I haven't been on a run or anything like that. I don't I don't Ooh, enjoy running. I'm not gonna go on a run. So yeah, I'm expecting to go down with cramp at forty five minutes again. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: mean, I remember last year there was about 10 players down with cramp
0: towards the, yeah. uh, the end i went of the down match. with cramp five times i went off just before half time with cramp genuinely and then i came on and managed like another h-
1: half an hour limping and then you went off again with cramp yeah do do check out Game Week 39 if you haven't already it's www.gameweek39 that's gw39 north raising money for a great charity street child um, united it's gonna be a really really fun day there's a women's match and then the uh the the repeat of last year uh, north versus south get involved in all that you can come watch then we'll obviously be going for a night out um afterwards but yeah any donations you can spare i know times are tough at the moment but anything you can spare for that um to support the charity and support us would be great also uh, merch fpl merch who's playing for um the south um he's got these poker chips going You seen those fpl chips
0: really cool really cool, really cool.
1: yep and uh, a pound from uh, those uh, if you use the code Blackbox, FPL Blackbox, FPL Blackbox or Blackbox, you did tell me one of them. Try them both. One of them will work. Uh, a pound from any sale from those will be going uh, to the Street Charge United Gaming Thirty Nine charity um, as well. So check out merch to get nice. the chips because they're really they're really cool to kind of see how your seasons look um, over previous years. And yeah, do check out the Gaming Thirty Nine website um, as well. Right, we've got a guy going absolutely mad in the chat. He's desperate for me to answer his super chat. He has given us a fiver, so I will answer it. I'm not going to answer his first question. Is 911 in the world? Is that any good? You know, full well it's going to be. Uh, free, <laughs> free hit in 37, Janny. Quite an interesting one. <laughs> um, if you've
0: still got your free hit left, then yeah, go 37 over 38 because you could have some fun with the doubles. Mahrez. Uh, and co, you know, yeah, I mean, Anthony,
1: his team is still with Stupinian, Shaw, Porro, KDB, Mares, Bruno, Matoma, Harland, and Kane. Couple in there, I wouldn't necessarily have on a free hit. I wouldn't be picking Kane. I wouldn't be picking Porro. No, you can have loads of fun with the free hit this week. Yeah, but then I'm Do not. It. I'm not 900 in the world, so probably don't listen to yeah, us. Fair but point. The, but yeah, yeah. I, if I was free hitting this week, I would go hard on the doublers. Yeah, you know, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd,
0: you, you get a team a double game because there's yeah. there's
1: twelve. You get eleven of you. yeah. Wilson over Kane and then the rest doublers. Um, I think potentially Eze as well if you're looking for another singler. Like we said, um, Jenny, That is it. Thank you. I've loved it, mate. Thanks, Thanks so for having me on. You're very welcome. Hey, can I can I can I give a plug to my uh,
0: very own YouTube show? Nope. Which,
1: Let's just stop the stream yeah, Quick,
0: this is. Wait a sec. Let me do a Dow style comment in the chat. <laughs> this is my channel. <laughs> Has answer my question. Um, yeah, um, I do slightly different videos to um Black Box, which obviously I love, but trying to find a point of difference rather than stream and do longer ones, I do like 15 minute uh game week previews. So, whilst I can't cover the sort of detail we've covered tonight, I can give you the headlines of the game week out every Thursday or
1: Friday. Uh, check it out, and you do your nice little shorts as well about uh interesting player facts from. From players, I learned I, about. I've
0: I've loved doing my shorts, mate.
1: The, the detective who was a detective.
0: Yeah, Uh Andre Zayou yeah, from Wigan. Yep. Yeah, who, who, yeah, yeah. Who, who All who sorts. Football. Footballers with different jobs. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cisse that played for Newcastle was an ambulance driver in Senegal.
1: Did you just write the chat? This is my channel. Then not put a link in.
0: Correct. Good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned we mentioned your technical ability It's start. a soft plug, mate. A soft <laughs> plug. You know, I don't know. Um
0: but yeah, mate, interesting video did. Um fun one before we leave. I did a hair transplant video, mm. which got like my most views, players with hair transplants. I've only been DM'd by a hair clinic saying, Do I want a partner and sponsor? Oh, <laughs> <nice. That laughs> so is... good. I'm like, just to put things straight, like, that's really cool. And yeah, let's talk and have a call. You know me, I'll take money off anyone. Um <laughs> But just so you know, I'm not going to be like your your project to put on my own Instagram channel. Here's me going through treatment. I mean, yeah, I've got a slight receder, but I don't think I'm, I'm I need a hair transplant just yet. So maybe that time will come, yeah. and I'm happy to promote your your brand and encourage others to use it and use a discount code. Discount, discount code but yeah i'm not going to be a, a guinea pig just yet
1: amazing i thought you were going to plug it there and then this oh, by the way I, I took a little a little uh backhand let's do that plug but yeah no mate you know me i wouldn't i wouldn't do two, two plugs in in two minutes <laughs> amazing stuff well i look forward to seeing your hair transplant video you know coming very soon when they offer you a a, a price you can't say no to <laughs> <laughs> excellent stuff thank you everyone for watching hope everyone enjoys the city game tonight should be a good one hope everyone enjoys a game week 37 should be an interesting one. And the bright Newcastle game. Everyone's got a lot riding um, on yeah. that. So yeah, hopefully uh, Wilson stays quiet and McAllister smashes in a hat-trick. That's, uh, that's all I ask for. But... I tell you what, if
0: Isak goes big as, then you're going to know about it on FPL Twitter because it's, it's <laughs> F, the, the world and their dog of oh, Captain Isak. So yeah, that would be a funny I'm one. hoping he stays quiet.
1: But... That'd be a funny one because that'd be really bad for my rank but really good for my uh, mark situation because <sighs> he hasn't got him. So, yeah, see bit of sweet. Bit of sweet, absolutely. Uh, good night, everyone. Luke and I'll be back next week and we will see you all very soon.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.